0: The Outpost Radio on Demand. Here's Art Young from The Outpost Magazine. Maybe you've noticed the world has become a very dangerous place, or maybe it's always been that way. Hi, I'm Art Young, and our guest today train law enforcement, military, and regular folks like you and me on how to use semi automatic weapons to defend themselves and their families. Their company is called Urban Vikings. It's headquartered in Cleveland, Tennessee, just outside of Chattanooga. Sean Emmer and Zach Holloway, welcome to The Outpost. Thanks for having us. Yeah, glad to have you here. You know, uh, for our listeners, three members of the intrepid Outpost tribe (laughs) made the trek to the shooting range of Urban Vikings a couple months ago, and I had a blast. Literally and figuratively, I had a blast. And in spite of the fact that I have never shot an automatic weapon, I was able to perform the task with some expertise after about an hour. And I am a shotgun guy, so if I can do it, anybody can do it. Zach, let's start with you. Why did you guys start Urban Vikings?
1: Uh, It kind of started out, I mean, just friends having fun, you know, with guns, you know, and then, of course, Sean was always training, you know, being in law enforcement and stuff, and man, I just kind of followed suit. I really, you know, really enjoyed training and then wanted to get as much as I could out of it, so then we just kind of branched out from there and tried to seek out as much training as we could. Then we love training and love being around people, love
0: being around guns, so
1: um, it just came natural to us.
0: Yeah. And Sean, you were in law enforcement before doing this? Yes, sir. And what what did were you just a a beat cop or in uh sheriff's office or, or what kind of work did you do?
2: No, I worked for the police department, I was just a regular uh-huh. patrolman. Working mm-hmm. in the high crime area.
0: And did you did you ever have a chance to uh have to use your weapon? No, I never had to. That's great. Thank that's goodness, great. I don't I don't think that's
2: something anybody wants to have to, you know.
0: No, no, absolutely not. I mean, and and you know that that brings us to the point. There, there's a lot of controversy associated with whether citizens should own and uh, presumably use guns to defend their homes and families. And we're not going to convince either side to change their minds about this. However, there is no difference opinion about one of the biggest challenges involved, in, and that's the proper use of an automatic weapon. There's nothing more dangerous than somebody who. Who's got a gun and doesn't know how to use it? And you guys have a very interesting training style, and it uh, made made the three of us guys a lot more comfortable at the end of the session. What is your training strategy, Zach?
1: Um, well, I mean, like you said, I mean, I just want everybody to be really comfortable with it because, um, and what it all boils down to is, at the very end, you know, no one's there to help protect your life. You know, I mean, and any situation, look at any situation, you're going to have um, someone's going to record your death. You know, no one's going to help you. They're going to pull out their phone and record your death. So, I mean, I just want everybody to feel as comfortable as they can and know that they're going to be able to protect themselves after a class.
0: How about you, Sean? What, what both of you guys have have similar styles, but you both have a little little different personality that I that I really benefited from because you know it's not it's 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 hard to teach this kind of thing, particularly if somebody's intimidated by the weapon.
2: Oh yeah, it's always tough, and like you said, we have different personalities, but. In- like myself, I'm not a big social bug per se, then I can get in front of people and I enjoy the teach. So it's just something that I like to do. It kind of comes natural to me. I like to make somebody feel comfortable, like Zach was saying, but just go through the fundamentals from the ground up. Make sure that someone understands stance, grip, side alignment, trigger control, follow through, all the basics. And once we master that, we'll do a walk, crawl, run.
0: And does it typically take more than one session for someone to be able to handle uh some kind of automatic weapon.
2: Well, first art. I was just going to let you know. It, we use semi-automatic weapons. You say automatic. Okay. I'm not trying to correct you on that. Right.
0: Uh, no, absolutely. It, no, I've, I've, I'm 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 a novice at this.
2: But um, yeah, it takes multiple sessions. If you're looking at a mastery of a of any art, you know, you can never master anything in a short amount of time, period. But you can always get better. If someone were to come up to one one training session, they can go, you know, a pretty big difference from the time they come. Now, what happens a lot of time is people go home and they don't practice it. and They think in their mind because their egos are huge. Oh, I know everything. Well, then the next time they'll come out, maybe a year later, they forgot everything we taught them the first time. <laughs> so <laughs> so we yeah, we look at it be- like
1: a lot. Like if you, if you were to go buy a piano and you go take one lesson playing a piano, well, guess what? You're not Beethoven. Right. You know. So I mean, you have to practice. Practice what we teach. You know, and we 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 give you the perfect ground set up from the ground up, you know, as long as you follow that and study that and, gui- you know, use that guideline every time you go to the range or, you know, practice with your firearm, you could very well be a professional shooter, you know.
0: Well, it seems like everything that I read and all the research, uh, women are the fastest growing group of gun owners. Is there anything special you guys do to help a female shoot better? I mean, let's start with let's start with you, Sean. Uh, any Any kind of specific kind of thing a woman needs to correct more than a man, say?
2: Uh, you know, the fundamentals are the fundamentals, but the thing we notice with a woman more or less over a man is they have to get a little more aggressive with their stance and get behind the gun a little more, being that they have less body mass. But I will say this. Women learn a whole lot quicker than men when it comes to shooting, and I don't think it's to do with anything else other than they don't have an ego with it. A man shows up, and he can do everything when he gets there. And he's good mm-hmm. at everything. You can't tell him how to do anything. Where a woman shows up, and they're open-minded, and they they absorb every little bit of training.
0: Uh uh-huh. I've heard that from several people. What do you think, Zach? Is there something different that you guys do with women than than men?
1: Um, we normally start out with the basics. And what's so easy about the majority of women is that they haven't started any bad habits. You know, ever since most people, guys, you know, were little boys, they had a Red Ryder BB gun. You know, we already you know, after I shot my eye out. You know, after that, <laughs> you know, I thought I knew how. I thought I knew how I knew how to handle a Red Ryder BB gun. Well, the entire time I've been using guns before you know, or at the range or anything. I built these bad habits up that I didn't even know I was building up. And we see that a lot with men that come to the range. But, of course, majority of women haven't held handguns. And now, with the things going on in the world, you know, they're a lot more skeptical, a lot more scared, you know what I mean? And we just want to get them back up to the par where they'd be able to protect themselves. And that'd be the greatest thing I could ever imagine is hearing about one of our ladies from our class being able to protect themselves.
0: Do you have a lot of women coming to your classes? Yeah, yeah I mean, as, we,
1: a, uh, as a place.
0: Yep, makes sense. I mean, given you know, given all you got to do is turn on a television, and uh, I can see, I can see why that numbers would go up. You know, in an emergency situation, and that's what we're, that's what we're talking about here. There are three or four, maybe more, bad things that can happen to someone with a weapon. I mean, what are, what are the types? And let's start with you, uh, Sean. What what can you? What are these three or four bad things that can happen in an emergency? And and how do you guys how do you guys help to correct those?
2: Uh, three or four bad things I can think of. Number one, you're going to get shot and killed. That could be about as worse as you get. Number two, your family's going to get shot and killed. Or number three, you're going to have a weapon. You're not going to you know how to use it, and you're just going to kill the wrong person. Now the rest of your life is ruined as well. But there's an easy way to correct it is through training and being prepared. Make sure you have the proper equipment,
1: the proper mindset, and the proper skill.
0: How about you, Zach? What are, what are some things that can go wrong that you can cur- help correct?
1: Um, so you mean like if a person were to be carrying a weapon and
0: something right, would go exactly. wrong? Right, exactly. I mean, is, is it weapon malfunction? Is it uh, nervousness? Is it? And I mean, I, I can think of a lot of different things. Uh, there are so many it.
1: things that could go wrong. You know, three things kind of hard to narrow it down to three things. I mean, I mean, one of the biggest things we teach is malfunctions because you know in life how life is. If you have a car, something's going to go wrong. You know, if you're driving a car, you might as well plan on something going wrong. Nobody's life is perfect. You know, so to sit there and think, I have a gun, now I'm able to defend myself with no training and no know-how on the gun, something's going to go wrong. That's just the way life is. You know, so if you don't sit down and learn that weapon, you know, from the ground up, something's going to go wrong eventually. You need to prepare for that situation where it goes wrong.
0: Yeah, I I noticed we had in our session, and it was a very, you know, three guys, three goofy guys who have never really shot semi-automatic weapons you know, kind of falling over each other. You guys gave us a couple of examples where, where something didn't work out right, you know, and, and, and it, there's a question of looking over both shoulders. There's a whole there's a whole litany of actions that you kind of get used to, and I thought that was fascinating.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, even you saw uh, we had a, a shooter at the range that day who, you know, uh, partially owned a firearm man- manufacturing company, and uh, I put him through it, you know, not, not to really – I don't want to bring up any names, but not to embarrass him or anything, but then I showed you, you know, someone who's carrying a gun all the time, how easily you could have an issue, and then they just wouldn't know how to handle that issue. You know, he had a malfunction and then just stared at the gun, didn't realize how to fix it.
0: Yeah, and if you're in a situation, life and death, that's not <laughs> that's not where you want that to happen. You want <laughs> yeah, to be, absolutely not. You want to know how to fix it, and you want to know how to fix it pronto. Uh, you guys train a lot of law enforcement officers around the country. Are they easier to train, uh, Zach, or more challenging to train?
1: Uh, I almost feel like more challenging. I mean, because number one, they have their egos built up in their job and their career and their training that they've had already. But uh, So then we have to kind of break them of some small bad habits, you know, they've acquired because a lot of the training really hasn't evolved, you know, in like uh, firearms training in like police departments or like the NRA does and stuff like that. But uh, we we still get to train a lot of them. And uh, we had some U.S. Marshals out on the range uh, Saturday and working with them too. So. But, yeah, I definitely feel like the guys who are trained to begin with have a lot of ego built up in their training, so it makes it a little bit more difficult with them. But then, mm-hmm. I mean, as long as they're open-minded, I want everybody to get better.
0: If you can train us three that, that came to your, to, to your location, you can train anybody. What kind of handgun do you guys shoot? Sean, what what do you shoot?
2: I shoot Glocks. I mean, I'm not a Glock fanboy by any spectrum. You know, a lot of guys that go, oh, people love Glocks. I'm a 911 11 guy. I like any gun, don't get me wrong, as long as the thing shoots, I'd carry it. But I've found, over time, shooting a whole lot of rounds, a Glock 9mm, I don't care what size it is, is the best gun you can have. A lot of guys come out to the range, and they'll come out with a twelve, fifteen dollars 1500 1911, and just doesn't work. Uh-huh. Not busting on them, because I think they're cool-looking guns, and they're neat, and I like the history behind them, whatever. They just don't work. So we stuck with Glock.
0: Both of you shoot Glocks, don't you? I, I think I remember that. Oh, yes, sir. Hmm. Well, then let's let's talk about how somebody who might want to, you know, this is a time of year when, when somebody might want to give somebody a, a, a gift, or Maybe maybe, you know, either Christmas or Father's Day or Mother's Day. There's all kinds of opportunities to give somebody a gift. Can someone, uh, just an individual, set up a, a group or an individual training session with Urban Vikings?
2: Yeah, absolutely. All they have to they do have... is get on our Facebook page okay. and contact us with a number, either number on there for me or Zach. We could set it up. You know, we would obviously give group discounts or whatever they're interested in. Our main class, we typically feature our fighting pistol and our fighting, fighting rifle class, and then we've also had a pretty big turnout for ladies-only fighting pistol. I don't want to say I like to segregate the men and the women away from each other. Women can relax a little bit more when their husbands aren't around or boyfriends aren't around. So it's a better turnout for the women's only. They relax a little better, and they absorb the
0: training. Better. So what, what bit of advice uh... – Let's just start with either one of you. Uh, let's start with you, Zach. What, what's the one thing you should you would advise someone who maybe is getting a new gun for, for Christmas or getting a new gun for a birthday or something? What's the one thing you would advise that person to do?
1: Oh, i definitely seek out some professional training. Um, get your permit. Keep that thing on you at all times. You know, it's just like a fire extinguisher. You never plan on having a fire, but you better have it. Right. So, I mean, I definitely believe you keep it locked and loaded, you know, and, uh, Keep it on your person at all times. Seek out that training because everybody thinks, you know, I'll go get my permit. Well, I took an eight-hour class, you know, and shot 15 to 50 rounds on a little target. I'm prepared now to defend myself. Well, no, you're not. Seek out some professional training. If it's not with us, seek it out with some other big instructors, you know, and get that really good personal training.
0: How about you, Sean? What's, What's the one advice you would give somebody with a new gun?
1: Now I would agree with everything Jack said.
2: I'd like to add to that. Make sure you make the proper selection. if you buy a firearm. I'd all too many times see people come out with a little snub nose revolver, which is okay for a backup gun. You don't want to carry it for your primary. Or they'll come out with a little tiny semi-automatic pistol like a Ruger. It's okay for what they are. Get a Glock 19. Carry a good gun. That's something you can actually use because, in the end, if you can't shoot 10 or 15 feet with your gun and hit accurately, you don't even need to carry the damn thing. It's useless. So get a proper weapon, get the proper equipment, a flashlight, you can carry along with you, some medical equipment, learn how to use it, and seek some training.
0: Good advice, guys and gals. Learning this, to safely use a semi-automatic weapon. It's been our topic today on the Outpost On Demand. Our guests have been the two partners of Urban Vikings, located in uh, Cleveland, Tennessee, just outside of Chattanooga. Gentlemen, thank you for allowing us to come to your site, and thank you for joining us today.
1: Yeah, it's been well, a pleasure. Thanks for having us.
0: Absolutely, I'm Art Young and we'll talk again soon. The Outpost Radio on Demand from the on demand page of the outpostlife.com.